Uh, good afternoon, everyone. We are truly in this together. To get, to get, to get, to get together. And the only way we will get through this is by all of us working together. Each of of you doing your part you, you must stay at home welcome back everybody to you must stay at home period podcast on this valentine's day we have brother cephas happy valentine's day for the for the lovers in the house we have karen with the heart in yep i'm here my name is Cupid Valentino, the modern day Cupid, and I just want to say one thing, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, my Valentine's Day was pretty good so far, so I had some great, you know, great food and, and kicked back, filled out. How about you, Brother Cephas? Ordered. Ordered dinner from uh, the Gramercy Tavern in New York City. And, How was it? Uh, I made some broccoli rabe to go along with it without the garlic because somebody doesn't like garlic. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just a cocktail, a little, a little Manhattan. Co- and, cocktail? Uh, how, how many? I, I didn't even, I still have it in front of me. I didn't even take a real, I took a little sip just to taste it, but I didn't really sip it yet. Oh, okay. So, still early. I tell you, I, we're out on the road today, me and the wife, little man, and um, and on the way back, you know, it's a, it's a decent long ride, decently long ride, but on the way back, you know, he was upset and crying eventually, and, uh, you know, I went to this cookie place, Tiff Streets, which is great. As soon as I pulled out one of those cookies and gave it to him, it just muted him the whole ride home. You want to talk about your girl, uh, your gorilla glue, Roni? Yeah, oh, it had a it, it had a happy ending, so everybody can calm down. Yes, you are a really very special person. Oh my god! The oh, biggest hospital. No, see that just you called me, Mike. They need a, Michael. They need all the help they can get. You know, they need more publicity than anybody else. <laughs> I'm going to rush you out right now, okay? Almost done. I'm sorry. Uh, do you want any steroids prescribed? Yeah, I'm going to give us. I'm going to put that steroid thing on her. Okay. And then we'll give us some uh, Decadron. Uh, Dr. Obenga. What did Dr. Obenga do? She, she, I saw him spraying that finally, stuff in her hair. Finally, somebody, a plastic surgeon, reached out to her and said, you know, I think I can help you. And he put together a... Um, he looks like an African doctor. He's a Dr. Plastic, black plastic surgeon in LA. And he put together a chemical concoction of, he said it was like, I have to look it up exactly, but it was like oil, a, a commercial glue solvent, right? Called like goo off that I looked it up as we talked about it before. It's called goof off or something like that. Uh, it's a solvent for uh, gorilla glue. Yeah. Right. So it was a solvent, some oil a little acetone and like one other thing Let's and treat, i guess he had you. to care- carefully i don't know he had to carefully apply it <laughs> oh it was a uh it says a, a, a medical grade adhesive remover aloe vera olive oil and a dash of acetone and he tried it out on a wig before uh, so he had to gorilla glue a wig together and then <laughs> and then 
put his solvent on there to make Whatever. sure it worked before he reached out to her. But it, it took four hours, but uh, and they did put her under mild um, anesthesia, and uh, and it came out. So she'd already cut the ponytail off, so she has some hair left. I thought she was gonna have to shave it all off. It was only for the ponytail. She only put for the ponytail, like right in that little spot. Pardon? She only put it right there at the at the ponytail. I never knew where she put it. Oh, you, you, didn't, you didn't you didn't look at you didn't look at the damn story did you her hair her her whole head from her forehead from her hairline to the ponytail was all glued down okay but she had the ponytail already cut off that's what you were saying yeah right she and her sister cut the ponytail off before she went out to la mm. so so did she have to pay him or that was done just for publicity don't know like, um he might have just done that pro bono to help her but I imagine maybe he charges her. Who knows? Don't know. But she got the glue out. But I, I'm pretty sure her hair is ruined. She's going to have to cut that all off and start over again. Somebody said he's a messy doctor. He and his wife have already been on Eliana Van Sant. Oh, yeah. marital issues. oh, so this was a publicity stunt for him. Okay, so it probably was. Like it. I'm looking at There's a New York Post article. This okay. is the doctor who fixed Gorilla Glue Girl Tesca Brown's hair. I read about it in TMZ, but uh, okay, well, he, he, he did manage to get, get that out, and so she was, you know, relieved, and oh, oh, it was, um, let me say, no, here it is, it says uh, he offered to perform the $12,500 procedure for free. She said she just needs to get flued out. All you gotta do is get out here. Get flued out. That's it. <laughs> So, did, did she raise she raised some money, didn't she? Um yeah, she like did, 10K. Yeah, she did have, I think, a little GoFundMe and she got an attorney and she was gonna she was gonna do something else to monetize it, monetize the story. So, you know, hopefully that works out for her, but at least her little saga is over. I thought Dr. I Michael found... Bang, 47 co-starred in the ETV reality series Second Wives Club. Oh, okay. See, I thought he was like a legit doctor. I was about to make an appointment. Well, he is. He's a celebrity Beverly Hills plastic surgeon. But I don't want no reality star. Well, off. what is Dr. Miami? He's a reality star, but making great money and is a great plastic surgeon. Right, but you don't want nobody who's a reality star first. This guy sounds like the way you just made it seem like he was on whatever show that was. Seems like he is reality well, star first who happened clearly he shows initiative he went out of his way he went down to sally to, to the korean beauty <laughs> store bought that wig brought went to home depot got the gorilla glue got the goof off put some acetone and aloe vera in it and then came up with a plan he's a problem motherfucking solver That's if your nose is too big he can solve that problem for you slim it down that if you nice. have too many wrinkles you can smooth it out now That's not everything's nice. going to be all right Cynthia Revo off Twitter. What's funny about that is today or yesterday, we were out driving. We drove past the National Geographic headquarters 
directly across oh, in this big hey, explain, building. Explain to everybody what the controversy is with her. I, I will. There was a big billboard for a movie that National Geographic is producing called Aretha. Aretha Franklin said publicly that she wanted Jennifer Hudson to play her. Out of the blue, National Geographic goes and chooses Cynthia Rebo. Cynthia Rebo, to her credit, is a great singer. She rose to prominence because she was a she's a Tony Award winning actress on Broadway, and I think she was in was she I think she won the Tony for for uh, the Color Purple. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So she's a great actress, but uh, she's not. It was one thing to be damn Harriet Tubman, which was a stretch, and I think she's miscast there. It is a totally other thing. She's a slight little, to say she's a, the reason they cast her to be Harriet, they said, was because she was slightly built. There's nothing slight about the queen mother. I I just don't understand the casting choice at all, aside from she's able to sing. Why is National Geographic making a biopic? Yeah, that's what. (laughs) Is she she an animal? Is she wildlife now? Like, what is? No. Uh, National Geographic is a full production company. I think at one point they were owned by, their production company was owned by uh, one of the news channels, more like a Fox. It was a Fox entity at one point. I don't know who, would, they may be a Disney entity. They're owned by somebody right now. I can't remember who, mm-hmm. but it's just a, it's just a media entity. Okay. It's not, it's not the National Geographic magazine you're thinking of. Okay. I mean, it's the same company, but those media enterprises, these people farm everything out to anybody else. Like think of Vice Media. Vice Media is on both HBO and on Showtime, two competitors. Yeah, all right. And they're on their own channel. And think of, you know, it's a different world. People just want to make money in the media space. Well, I don't know when uh, Cynthia Erivo's, uh movie is coming out, but they did release a trailer. And is that what you all are saying people clowned her about? Ah. We'll make them sound like a million bucks. Change, 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 change. In recognition of all you've done, the people of the world hereby crown you Queen of Soul. Make sure the world only sees the Aretha Franklin you want them to. There is another Aretha Franklin biopic starring Jennifer Hudson that is it's called Respect. How many albums have you had? Four. It's due to be released in April. So it sounds like these will be out at the same time. And that might be a little embarrassing for Cynthia Revo. Why would she do this? I don't know. Why would she do it? Why I know Oprah co-signed her. We could talk about talking about Oprah co-signing people. I just watched this whole YouTube documentary the other day that I didn't mean to watch. I meant to watch one of the books, uh, Hotepian. Misogynist <laughs> heroes. Yeah. I was trying to watch one of them, but the video wasn't there. So I was like, oh, but what popped up was this takedown of Susie Orman, who I remember as being like, oh, Susie Orman is 
you know, uh, several budgeting genius books, right? About 25 years ago, you guys, now you're gonna tear tear down my hero. Oh, she's a piece of shit, and she's a con (laughs) artist, she's a charlatan. Susie grabbed my just one Emmy, saying, I want to win an Emmy. It was not a big deal, but it's a visual example of how Susie takes whatever she wants and disregards others. This was Susie's first television interview that I arranged with my Hollywood colleagues in 1992. You never know how long. The, the statistics state that one out of three people... I made the mistake of using my skills to edit this and other footage I filmed. The chances of you getting good investment advice at a bank is almost nil. Into a video that made rip-off artist Susie Orman look like a media-savvy financial expert, in spite of her lack of education or credentials. I only work with retired people. If you are not retired, you cannot get in to see me. Here is Susie Orman lying in 1993. My life is devoted. I have an MSW in social work and geriatrics. My whole life, which isn't that long, but has been you know, dedicated to older people. Yeah, not so much. There's a whole section of this little documentary about how Oprah co-signed her in hits. That's who she credits. Yeah. Caddy, Paul no, Bert, that, that is. I, I remember that. I was watching the Oprah show around that time. And right, Oprah's and Primitor was what made all of us say, okay, well, Susie, is, she's a voice of reason. She's an authority we can trust because Oprah. You know, she's a con yeah. artist. She's a pure con artist. <laughs> or still is. I don't know if she still has a thriving I don't financial know expert career yeah, or she, not. She had a long-running show on one of those, like CNBC, CNBC. or something like that, and I used to. That's love what it. I remember. Every Saturday night, say, don't be watch it. Her. Don't buy it. Right, you'll be watching her. You can't you know, afford say, to go on right, that vacation. And, and, and they would say, "Am I approved, Susie?" And she would say, <laughs> "Denied." Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? Denied. Are you ready? Rum, rum. I am denying you. Wait, are you surprised? I'm shocked. You are denied, denied, denied. You have been what? I am so denied. Yamla's legit, and so is Gary Zukov of the Dance. Never heard of Gary Zukov. Who, he wrote us he? the Seat of the Soul, which uh, was like Ooh. her first um, metaphysical guru that she promoted. And. Um, then it was Iyanla, and then she did The Secret, and a bunch of other folks. But uh, Michael Beth This woman who ran for president? A bunch of good stuff. Yeah, Marianne Williamson. Marianne is, is legit. Um, you know, a couple of anti-vax comments aside, but other than that, she's pretty legit spiritually. Her uh, Course in Miracles work is, is brilliant. And so there's a lot of good folks Oprah put on. She made money. They made money, you know. Unfortunately, yeah, Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz and apparently Susan Orr. So, but Susie's advice was good. Like, what was the scam, did they say? Connor, she had no background in finances at all. She claimed that she went to business school. That, that was a lie. Mm. She claimed that she worked at a brokerage. She was a purist, which was another lie. For, for a long time, she was promoting this debit card mm-hmm. where she claimed that if you follow my advice, you're only charged $3 a month when in fact it was the worst predatory on every single uh, consumer watchdog. This was always the top of the scam artists. Finances for dummies, 
Yep. There was like a whole section, watch out for, for uh, financial con artists. The yep. first name listed is Susie Orman. Oh, wow. <laughs> I so, thought her advice was fairly sound, but hmm. She had a million and one little hustles that scam people out of. Mm. You know, it's funny because the only people. one, the only one of those where I'm like disappointed is that she didn't work at the brokerage, like she said. I always thought that sounded so funny, and I couldn't, I could never picture Susie Orman working at a big time brokerage, and you know, because she would talk about the discrimination she faces, the first woman there, or you know, one of the first women there. Uh, <laughs> I never questioned you, it before. You don't have any scams. You don't have any scams set up like she did. All you had, if she would have taught you how to do the scam, right? Maybe that would have been the finesse more valuable uh okay well um but i wouldn't put that on oprah i'm not saying it's Oprah, but i'm saying have all these people oprah co-signs we can't always trust everything oprah says is all i'm saying and in sports and did you see this this hubbub about um the Jaguars' new strength coach, Chris Doyle. I did. The, the suspected white supremacists who yeah, like to send, send the Negroes back to their little ghetto world in North he Dallas. Said, yeah, he said that to players, man. Uh, he was a strength coach up at Iowa, University of Iowa, for like 20 years. And it was all kinds of shit like that going on with their program. They would threaten kids they knew were from bad neighborhoods. They probably couldn't do that to the solidly middle-class black kids but they could to those guys who were you know i mean they go get guys from everywhere shoot there's no athletes in iowa like i even knew a guy who um was from from florida uh no one personally went out there to play ball play football specifically and like and all these guys get these guys from texas and florida and, and i mean you know it's it's crazy then to tell them We'll send you back to the hood. You don't knock out this last set. <laughs> this last bench press set. Send your ass back to Dallas. Back to Denton, Texas and shit. To the hood. So in the wake of that controversy, was he fired for that? No. Fuck no. No. Oh, yeah, he was. He was oh. fired from Iowa. But see, Urban Meyer has hired him to be his guy, his strength and conditioning no, no, no. guy for the Jags. No, I mean, in the wake of that coming to life. He did, he did, he did, he did get let They go. fired him for that. Yeah, so now he, Urban Meyer is saying, I don't believe in this cancel culture. I'm going to give this guy a shot. Yeah. He, There's he, a million he, strength and conditioning he, coaches in, in, in this nation, and I'm going to go with the white supremacists suspected. Yeah. Because I don't why, believe in why cancel bring, culture. Why bring all that negative shit to, you know, to the a brand new team. To a brand new team that's rebuilding. Yeah, why would you why would you even bring that type of attention? You knew that shit was a bad look. First of all, even when he was at Florida, uh, or Urban was there, he had some a coach on his staff who was beating the shit out of his wife. And um, and then he took the dude up to uh, Ohio State with him. And eventually when that shit hit the news, at some point he tried to claim his wife knew about it. Urban tried to claim his wife knew about the shit, but he didn't. Get the fuck out of here. You, you spend enough time with your wife where where she gonna whisper to you, hey, you know, um, you know, Karen's over there getting her ass whooped by so and so. You know, you might want to say something to her about it. Like, All right, baby, I'll be. I'll look into it. I'll look into it, and never do shit about it. And that's probably just what happened too. 
His wife says something to him, he ain't do shit about it. So I'll be all right. <laughs> so, he has, so he has a reputation of, you know, dealing with, with these guys. So he had to fire that guy. And now he goes and hires um, this uh, white supremacist strength and conditioning coach who he tried to say that they both knew each other from the University of Iowa. But, you know, Urban was a head coach there before, you know, years ago. And um, it turns out when you look at the look at what uh, both of their careers, yes, they're both at University of Utah, but at vastly different times. It's like a four or five year gap mm. between the, there's no overlap mm. at all. So I don't know what the, but even there he's the, pretending. the deal is. Yeah, he's pretending even with that. And, and the thing is, man, one of them pros will slap the shit out of him, man. He can't say no. I'll say, send me back to the hood. Where? You know, I don't know. Them pros will slap the shit out of him. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to tolerate, you know, any any disrespect, really. Because they, they make more than everybody else and they don't have to. It, it's, it's tone deaf, as far as I'm concerned with Urban Meyer right now. Given our climate and the things that we've gone through over the last four years here in our country, let's just say that. And then you go out there and you hire somebody. Yeah, you've known him for 20 plus years and you've vetted him. Yes, all of those things are true. You can say that. But yet and still, the allegations at Iowa was disturbing. They gave him $1.1 million to leave for a reason. And as over 50 players came to the university athletic department and told their stories, out of 50 players, everybody can't be lying. I mean, he, I mean, I don't know how he's going to deal with, with, I guess he can deal with pros pretty easy. I don't know. He's not going to be able to talk crazy to them and shit. You know, like he did, like he does those college kids. You know, and he, he's not always going to be where he has the the best athletes most of the time, by far. And it's not even close. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he does. You know. I hope Trevor Lawrence plays well. He seems like a pretty good young man. So, yeah, wish him, wish him the best. They said your man, um, Justin Fields, people predict him. Trevor Lawrence him. comes out this year? Yep. He and Justin Fields, the same year in high school. Yo, they were number one at 1A and 1B in the country as far as quarterbacks the year they was came out of high school. But, but I thought they said we're saying Trevor Lawrence is going to wait another year. Or is this nah. his senior year? No, he no, he's a I think he's graduated though, but he's a third year player. I thought they I swear I heard them talking about him staying another year. No, he's not staying. He just did his pro no, day. No, they said he just did his pro day. He fine, just, but there was yesterday. He did a pro day. Or third it was a yesterday or Thursday. It was Thursday or Friday he did a pro day. And Urban Meyer showed up sitting there talking to Dabo. Um and they were talking about how perfect his throws were. And okay, so October twenty seventh, Trevor Lawrence opened before going twenty one NFL draft, returning to Clemson for senior season. That's because 
you saw the jet if the jets had the first pick like he didn't really want to ever go to them but i'm sure he's all right going to the jags in other football news man next week i don't know if it's going to be televised or not you know jackson state gonna have their first game on the 21st oh, who do they play I, I I don't even give a shit. I, I didn't care enough. To, I, just, I, I just cared that they were playing. I didn't care. I don't care if they playing Alabama's second second string. You know, you know, freshman from spring practice. This I'll yeah. be all into. I'll be all into watching these. This uh, oh, oh the uh, FCS. I'll be yeah. all into that shit, man. Because then you get to see them without or see how good the programs are without the distraction of the NFL in Division One. You know, they'll be the star of the show. So it won't be all this, you know. Um, but I really would like to, like to see that. But, um, you know, Oklahoma's playing Texas. <laughs> you know, so, Southern's playing Jackson State. But on the other channel, LSU's playing Alabama. Or LSU's playing Georgia. I mean, come on. You're not going to, you know, which, which game you're going to want to watch. Trump got off like the white legal system let him do. The yeas are 57. The nays are 43. Uh, Two-thirds of the senators present not having voted guilty. The Senate judges that the respondent, Donald John Trump, former president of the United States, is not guilty as charged in the article of impeachment. But you what you were disappointed. I mean, I was no. I, I, I just said it was disappointing, but not surprising. Yeah, that's pretty much how how I felt about it. I'm like, man, I mean, how can you have any confidence in any of our systems that people can just do shit like that and just walk away like the shit didn't happen? And you know, I mean, people is he really gonna get found guilty of anything or on any of these assortment of crimes? And money he owes people, and I mean, you said they you really think they're gonna do something? Shit, the Senate, none of them did anything. They didn't, but I think the way that I don't know, and I haven't. Really I, I hope they do. Talk to anyone about it, but what I, me, Mitch McConnell's little bullshit speech at the end. There's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day, no question about it. And was really just a way for them to solicit uh, corporate donors to say, oh yeah, we know it was right, we did this because it's a constitutional thing is what we disagree with. On the grounds of the constitution, this is not what, what in which, we in which he delayed, which he delayed it. Of course, we know that. So, I, so it's like all pomp and circumstance and it's unbelievable, so it gives them cover. And I think it also gives corporate America cover as well to pretend like they're also so outraged by what he did. Um, but will anything happen is, I don't know. I, I'd hope so. And I'm, I, my money, I don't know anything about the Georgia case, um, but I know the New York City case is pretty strong. Um, so I would imagine he might get a couple of years for that at least. Um, but aside from that, the part that pisses me off the most.
these fucking asshole kids get Secret Service protection for the rest of whatever that time allotment is. I know during Obama, they said it won't be a lifetime thing anymore, but I don't know. I'm just disgusted having to see them with... a lifetime thing for the Obama girls, but... Uh, right. Yeah, absolutely. I said it should be a lifetime thing for the Obama girls, but... Right. Um, but, you know... But, but they stopped it with him. They stopped it with the lifetime. So what I'm just... Yeah. That that's the part it. that disgusts me. Like, the uh, all the, the perks of being a former president he gets to enjoy... He didn't yeah. even pay for his own security at that point. Right. The worst and that part million dollar travel budget. Sorry yeah. Yeah. No, the, the worst part to me was that disingenuous uh, nonsense that Mitch McConnell stood up and did. Um, you know, I just had, had the television on and so it's just casually playing and I'm just scrolling through Twitter and, and you know, he comes out and says his little piece and then he starts to, he makes that turn toward this is vile and he's he incited it and he's responsible <laughs> and I'm like wait a minute what what is he doing what did he say and <laughs> kept listening was just like oh my god is he just five minutes later gonna come out and say yeah he did it and he's responsible for it and these deaths on his hands but he voted it's to like he, get, he gets he gets away what? on technicality right the technicality so he caused a technicality that, that he forced. Exactly. That was the, <laughs> uh, the worst part to me. That was a real slap in the face. Steve, as we were talking about that, I don't know if, if you saw that uh, New York Times article, Karen, about that uh, Indianapolis job posting at, was that an art gallery? Yeah. No, it's the, the Indianapolis Art Museum, Museum of Art. Uh, I can't remember the specific name of it, but it was a job post. The, the director of the museum, whatever the title is, of the head honcho of the museum, who draws a over $700,000 salary a year and lives in one of the Eli Lilly mansions for free. And um, the museum is located in a Black community. That's a nice um, Historically Black community. And, you know, has been expanding. And in that expansion, there's been gentrification. And a lot of the employees who worked there, he's been there for 10 years, who worked there before he did, um, were, you know, older black folk from the community, like the security guards and whatever, what are they called? The dosa, what are the dosa? Docents, docent, docents. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the plural is, but singular. Um, so they, when he got in there, he, he fired all of them and then hired students from nearby IUPUI as part-time workers instead. So... There was a black curator, one of her artists, a black artist, was being mistreated by him very specifically. So she had enough and quit. And under protest, she might have been fired. I don't remember. Just this year, this was last year. This year, he reposted her job, and in in the title, forced it through HR, the language that the person must be accepting of. I'm paraphrasing of, but I'm not paraphrasing that he said of the core white audience. <laughs> the Indianapolis Museum of Art at Newfields is catching heat for a job posting listed in January, but it was the language in that description that the museum is now apologizing for. It's not an apology. You know, it is. It's sociopathic narcissism. The museum's post said it was seeking someone who would attract a more diverse audience while maintaining the museum's traditional core white art audience. The piece I read on it 
uh, was not in the Times. I read something that Ellie Mistel uh, linked to. He was really upset about it, but it was, I don't think that's how, whatever piece I read, it didn't give all that background. So it just, you know, picks up with, they posted a, a job um, uh, listing saying they wanted someone who would, you know, uh, expand uh, diverse art collections and also, you know, uh, respect the core white audience. Um, so that's interesting because that's not at all. They, you know, they did not give that background in the New York Times case, and it just made made it seem like it was kind of a uh, a, a bonehead, unthinking, you know, obtuse mistake rather than um, part of a pattern of racist behavior and anti-black behavior on the part of the, the director. So eh, that's interesting. I'm, it's more, the, the story on his face was disappointing, right? Because what does that mean? You know, what are you, what are you saying about art if you say that you know the core of, of art or western art is you know centered around whiteness and so you sound like you know he sounds like Steve King uh the former rep from Iowa talking about you know this western civilization is responsible for all the good things in the yeah, world yeah. and you know and people say what do you mean quote unquote western civilization and he's like you know what I mean and they're like no what do you mean <laughs> you know what I mean and so, you know, eventually that caught up with him. But um, mm, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little, part of me is a little conflicted uh, about the incident itself. I don't have time or the energy to try to tease it out, but mm, it, it's unfortunate. Um, I hope they, they remove that director um, and good, good on the art world for reacting to it the way they had. Period.